We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Three thirty-five. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is a Wednesday afternoon. Former President Trump had said a couple of weeks ago, November the 15th, I have a big announcement coming up. Make sure you are here following me. Well, if you're like me, you watched it right on Getter. You know, I am a huge fan of Getter, this uh, marvelous, marvelous alternative to all of the other uh, uh, social media that's out there. I think it's very effective and so many great features. But the man behind it, as you know, Jason Miller, our buddy, uh, former senior advisor, senior counselor to President Trump, he said all along this is going to be the big announcement that he's back in the running for president. And uh, Jason is joining us. Jason, good afternoon, sir. Jeff, good afternoon. Great to be back with you. Oh, the thrill is always ours, man. I love having you here. So uh, just how excited were you last night as you were watching this unfold? Well, I was pretty excited, you know, having had the opportunity to work with President Trump a bit on the speech. I, of course, knew what was going to be coming up as far as the the text, or at least a good chunk of it. Uh, There's some uh, maybe about 15 minutes extra that he uh, added on there that didn't quite know that was coming, but that's always part of the, part of the fun, a little bit like Christmas. And you never know what surprises you're going to get. But right. uh, but on a serious note, when you walk into a moment with that much gravity behind it. A presidential kickoff announcement is big for any candidate, but especially so for someone who's previously been president of the United States. You had a packed room. You had somewhere in the seven, 800 uh, folks who were there as supporters. You had another 250, maybe 300 members of the press corps all across the planet. You had everyone from the U.S. You had folks from Australia, Japan, uh, France, Germany, U.K., Everywhere across the entire world, this was a global event. And when you feel the electricity and the excitement, and then when he backs it up on stage by delivering the the focus message they did, people there uh, really snap back and say, you know what, this is why I backed him in 2016, why I backed him in 2020, we're going to go win it again. All right. So you're you're all on board with, uh, we've got an extra G in it now, right? Make America glorious and great. No, it's uh, we're it's MAGA, make America great again. No reason to uh, go and mess with success uh, okay. from the first version. So, uh, so we're not doing the again, again, again. It's just make America great again. Uh, and, but you know, I think what the president did last night that was smart is that in addition to going after, say, the the base economic issues, uh, of course, whether it's reversing America's decline, um, uh, taking on inflation, he also went and spoke 
I think very much to the people who are dis, uh, disaffected by politics, uh, who just don't feel that any politicians speak to them. When he talked about being your voice, when he said this mm-hmm. is going to be your campaign, when the the run that he did talking about taking on the establishment was one of the more pivotal sections uh, of the speech. It's been getting picked up all across on different media outlets that you can't have a conventional candidate. You need to have somebody who's different, who's willing to fight the establishment, fight the swamp. That line on term limits got a standing ovation uh, when he talked about uh, making it so members of Congress can't do uh, trade stocks while they're getting inside information or going to become lobbyists when they're done with Congress. Also big applause lines. Um, but it just reminds you of how big Drain the Swamp was when everyone started chanting it. Yeah, well, I, I think that's what inspired so many of us. And and Jason, you know, when when President Trump called out the the fake news media, uh, I, I suppose there were some people who were shocked. But for those of us who have been in or near newsrooms, as I have for 30 years, man, that was it was refreshing because it's like, yeah, I've been saying that for 30 years. Well, and look no further than the New York Times. I went to yep. the New York Times website maybe and maybe an hour and a half, maybe two hours after President Trump concluded his remarks. And I believe it was eight of the first 10 stories were anti-Trump stories. Yep. Yep. Because as if just magically these op-eds had fallen from the sky like manna. <laughs> Whoa, how, how, did we, how did we end up with this anti-Trump op-ed in our hands all ready to go? Well, it's because they hadn't written. They already right. knew what they wanted to do. But here's the thing, Jeff. We saw this in 2016, particularly, where even the people who kind of would think are normally with Republicans when they start attacking the outsider or ganging up against the, the outsider, people get it. People realize that, okay, this is just they don't want him to come in and disrupt their uh, yeah. their power structure, whether yeah. that's certain TV networks, certain newspapers. Uh, and uh, President Trump very much, though, I think had the emotional connection with his longtime supporters. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Jason Miller is joining us. Jason is the uh, CEO of Getter, and uh, as he pointed out, uh, had, a, had a hand in crafting this, uh, this message last night. So here's the problem that I've got, Jason, is I'm looking at the, the midterm elections, as we all are, and, and there's clearly huge victories for Republicans around America. But when you look at these, these numbers from the Gen Z and the millennials, man, they seem totally happy with the garbage that's happening. So how on earth do we reach out to them and say, hey, wake up? So there are a couple of things here. We, I think, as the Republican Party, there needs to be a fundamental rebuild when it comes to the targeting and identifying voters, as well as the vote mobilization and uh, ballot harvesting, so to speak, that the Democrats have been so successful with in uh, 2020 and 2022. We apparently have learned nothing from 2020. All of the the different tactics and the the tricks and everything the Democrats have been up to, they've only upped their game, become even better at it, and we're left behind. So I think in certain places, either we need to make a decision. We're going to get the state legislatures and the governors to go and focus more back to actually day of election voting, go back to the paper ballots. If we can't get that changed, in those states where we can't impact them, either the Democrats control a chamber or there's someone who's unwilling to participate in it, then we better figure out how to be the, the experts when it comes to identifying and turning out these voters. Otherwise, we'll have similar results in the future. So we can take a look at Arizona. And uh, I was chatting with one of my buddies out there yesterday, and he said, yeah, Democrats now are looking at 
ballots as opposed to votes, and uh, they see them as very, very different things. I look at uh, President Trump returning to this, Jason, and I, 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 I just I remember way back when, like what, three years ago when the economy worked and, and people had jobs and everybody, you know, people around the world respected us. But I, I wonder about the running mates, and I, I wonder again, and I've had these fears and I've talked about them with you. There are times where I just think to myself, please, you don't have to say that, right? The two shots at Ron DeSantis, I'm sorry, the gratuitous, unnecessary. Is it, it, What's the thinking behind that, in your opinion? So now we're into, we're essentially into primary season. And as we yeah. saw in 2016, there's only really one way that President Trump knows how to run. But as you saw from last night's remarks, last night was very much forward focused. This oh, was yeah. about taking the fight to Joe Biden. And there were no references to uh, potential primary opponents or no inferences to potential primary opponents. This was very much about mano a mano, the the rematch, President Trump against Joe Biden. And so President Trump definitely can have that forward focus um, if he wants to. Obviously, people like the fact he's not a politician. He's like he's not scripted. They like some of the jokes, you know, as you went into the, the segment about um, some of the more politically incorrect things that, that he has to say, and people are loving him, standing mm-hmm. ovation. Uh, but it's it's a matter of timing and picking when when is best to maybe if you want to use a NASCAR term there, and you guys have the Richmond Motor Speedway uh, yeah. trade paint, so to speak, um, <laughs> with one of the other cars. There's a time and place for that. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's necessarily right now, but I think coming out of last night. The unifying factor I think President Trump will have with many Republicans, who I'd say following that sometimes uh, Trump camp, they're not with him all the time, but uh, he usually gets them back by the time it comes around to Election Day. I think it's a a good first step. So are we looking at a Trump DeSantis ticket ultimately down the line? I can't just my personal speculation here, uh, putting aside even the challenge of both having the residents in the same state, which, um, you know, there's always different ways to play around. If I remember Bush and Cheney actually had the same issue back in in 2000, I think. Mm -hmm. Then they uh, think Cheney moved back to Wyoming for a couple of days. Um, They go and figure that out. But I think ultimately President Trump and and Ron DeSantis uh, both want the top job. Uh, I I just can't imagine um, either one wanting to to share the stage, so to speak. Mm. Um, But President Trump has announced now and he's made it very clear what direction he wants to go. And he's taking it to Biden. Here's the thing that I know we're talking a little bit about, you know, prospective primary. Democrats now have to defend Joe Biden. That's the last thing they want to do. In the run-up to the midterms, they were sending Joe Biden to Maryland. That was about the only place where they actually wanted him. Now Joe Biden is exposed. He can't hide behind the midterm elections. Democrats have to make – and the media has – they're in a pickle too. You can only attack Trump so often and so long. certain point, they have to focus on Joe Biden. Even Saturday Night Live has turned on Joe Biden. Now, it's, it's a great point, Jason. I, I think they're all very, very valid points. I would love, as a as a longtime Republican, uh, as, as a devout conservative, I would just love our side to get our collective acts together and, and gosh, just be unified. I, I, I don't think I've ever said this before with the same level of, of gravity. I really do think that this next presidential election is it. And if it goes the wrong way, man, I just I don't know how we we, we bring this country back to what it ought to be. I just I, I, I think it's lost at that point. You know, I think you make a really good point because it is truly remarkable 
that the country could go into such a rapid decline after only two years. Inflation goes from 1% to 9%. Uh, Spending goes through the roof. You have a Putin who had not invaded Ukraine at all to now he's back and we're in what, eighth month of a war. Uh, Everyone's freaked out yesterday that we're going to have an Article 5 violation with NATO and we're going to be on the brink of nuclear war. You see Xi Jinping, who's now effectively president for life, he's the king for life, uh, with regard to the CCP, it's probably a matter of when, not if, he makes a move on Taiwan. Uh, Kim Jong-un, who's still testing missiles and firing those over northern Japan uh, with quite with regularity. The world's a scary place. The U.S. is a scary place. I remember when gas was $1.86 a gallon. That's not the case anymore. Imagine what, first of all, I get worried about what the two years will be in the run-up to 2024, let alone, heaven forbid, say four more years of Joe Biden after that. I don't know how much we got left. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wish we didn't have to say that. I, and, and I don't think either one of us uh, could be described as alarmist, but I think we're uh, we're each family men and we're looking at the, the next generation and saying, my God, I, I, I've got to do something to help my kids and someday grandkids or something like that. Yeah, no, and that, that's exactly it. I mean, it's it, all previous <clears throat> debates, whether it be on spending, obviously the impact that spending has yeah. on inflation. You take a look at the the insiders from both parties over the last, uh, particularly over the last 20 years since China was admitted to WTO and we started selling out. But even before that, going back 30 years to NAFTA, uh, for example, um, uh, we've uh, we've essentially destroyed, self-destroyed, uh, self-immolated our own supply chains, yep. and uh, that's that's a real concern. So you want to know why things are so expensive? Uh, because we our supply chains are blown up, and because we're printing money, and um, that's how you get inflation. Those are and um, also the other thing, just the captain obvious. We stop being energy independent. So then what right. happens? We're begging Venezuela and, and uh, Saudi Arabia and Russia and every other country for energy. Guess who pays uh, for increased energy costs? The consumer. Yeah. So you take these things and it's bam, bam, bam. Uh, all of a sudden people can't afford food. Yeah. Yeah. And that is exactly where we are. Listen, Jason, I always appreciate you making time for us. I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I continue to uh, um, enjoy and uh, well, I love Getter. I think it's a great platform. I'm happy to be part of it. And uh, I, 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 I'm looking to the future and I appreciate you joining us. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. All right. Thank you. That is Jason Miller, CEO of Getter. He helped to craft uh, President Trump's speech last night. And you heard what he said about 15 minutes where the president went off script. No surprise there. Uh, But last night's speech, I thought, was extremely presidential. I thought it was forward facing and forward looking. And I think that he took it right to Joe Biden, which I think is exactly what has to happen. I still have questions. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to sit and say, yep, yep, this is it. It's it's all good to go. I think, I believe the future of this country hangs in the balance. And if we screw this up, man, we can say fare thee well to the United States of America, because that'll be what, uh, 248 years? That's that's a good run as far as countries go. It really is. 346, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.